0: this is for the nerds this is for the brainiacs this is what we deserve go ahead and play it back you ain't gonna touch me you're not gonna do nothing you are not above me i bet you wish you was me i know this is I for know. the nerds this is for the brainiacs this is what we deserve go ahead and play it back i know and i know all right everyone welcome back This is the SoftWide Vlogcast Season 2, Episode Number 25. We are now halfway through Season Number 2. This is getting pretty long, man. This is like Grey's Anatomy. We're about to go Season 15, Episode Number 30. They made a lot of money. Yeah, they made a lot of money. That's what we're trying to do. Now they got that Netflix money. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Got a little to be determined out there. About to be coming out soon. We've been...
1: No, teasing it
0: teasing about it for two fucking years
1: final cuts getting nailed down as we speak
0: i still haven't watched it it's in my email box and i don't i don't know if i want to watch it i told oscar i would watch it with him he still hasn't fucking watched it. he probably doesn't want to watch
1: it. i wouldn't want to watch it you never know man actually i would die to watch it i don't know man i i like i'm not i'm not that type of person who like i don't ever watch what i do like i like to criticize myself i like the pain
0: you got a sex tape nah I'm not going to have a sex tape you. Criticize yourself. You're going to be like, okay, I could have done a little stroke right there a little better. All right, cool. This is about to be a lit podcast, man. I ain't come here to know. You know, we just finished watching Daniel Agrado get his fucking dick kicked in again. You know, you got Ace King versus Aces and then, you know, glory to the Supreme Leader and shit. Tired of the bullshit. You're lit.
1: This is your second extra large size truly. Yeah. (laughs) We're 48 ounces in.
0: It's still like halfway in there. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going to happen by the end of this podcast. But this is season two, episode number 25. I'm glad I could remember the fucking numbers. And we got some topics, man. We just came back from Texas. You just came back to Vegas. Just came back to Vegas from Texas. I don't know how long I'll be in Vegas, man. These numbers are really fucking crazy. We're about to get tested after this. Hopefully I'm negative. We'll see what happens. I don't know.
1: Why you you lie, man? What? You were at Bellagio yesterday.
0: Yeah, but I walked in and walked out.
1: Yeah, but like...
0: I was like, I walked in and was like, got a seat? And walked out.
1: Right, but if that seat were open, you'd be like, I can handle it.
0: Yeah, but they got fucking retainers. Like... Do you see Ike's tweet? Yeah, that made me not want to leave. That guy's smart. When Ike says... Stay home. Yeah. You probably just stay home. Yeah. When Ike says bet the pot, you should probably bet the pot. <laughs> like, like that's yeah. just follow what Ike says. You're going to
1: be fine. Yeah. You know? You know what this is a perfect time for us to come together, take a step back from playing, you know, let the world shut down around us for a minute and just create some fire fucking content.
0: We just came back from Texas. <laughs> Texas was nice. We're at Palm Social yep. in
1: Austin, Texas. Austin, baby.
0: The girls were nice.
1: Girls are real nice. The girls were nice.
0: Shout out to Victoria out there in the streets. Shout out to, wait, I forget all their names. Oh, shout out to Iris. Mm-hmm. All right. Rebecca. They out there, man. Erica. They're in the mix. Shout
1: out to Erica. She runs the, uh, the massage company out there. She got me a free half hour. I appreciate that. Shout how, out to the locals, my man. Bones. How was your
0: How was your massage?
1: It was okay. I don't yeah. like getting table massages. No, they don't do I, it. For
0: I me. don't really. I feel like you have never really gotten. They don't many. do it
1: for me. I'm I'm a mess. I need like proper medical care or care, and you know, real attention. I need like a solid ninety minute that's gonna focus on you know the area. My neck is fucked up right now. I don't know what I did. I was doing weighted pull ups the day before we left. So last Monday, it's been what a week and a half now. Doing weighted pull-ups, and I was struggling on the last rep, so I looked up, and when I looked up, it all fell apart. Hypothetically,
0: hmm. if a girl was coming from Texas to Vegas to mi- visit you, how would you handle that?
1: <laughs> Hypothetically, <laughs> you say. Uh, what do you mean, how would I handle it? I would. I would like, where would you go? Like, nowhere. What would you see? Nowhere. It's quarantine. That's what nowhere. I, that's what I said. I would say, hey, come hang out at my house. A.K.A. Berkey's house. A.K.A. the place that has all the amenities. You want a hot tub? You got a hot tub. Thing it you the want thing a sauna? Like, you got a sauna. I, I'm like a very private person. So I don't like... Or you have blame. your own wing of the house. That's true. You have the second master. I don't charge you enough. Uh-uh. I don't charge you enough at all. What are you talking about, man? I don't no. charge you enough. I pay like enough. Dust. You paid dust. To get a one bedroom apartment in Vegas is is what you pay for your room. And you have 4,000 square feet of. 4,000 square
0: feet? The
1: is 4,000 square feet? Anyway. Plus a half acre in the backyard. Come on, man. So you you would bring her to the house, is what you're saying. Yeah. I'm down to meet a a nice young lady of yours.
0: All right, we'll see what happens. I'm not. This hypothetical is not of yours. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. Just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hypothetically.
0: Throwing out some ideas. Uh-huh. Like, where do I stand? And where does this person that I talk about stand?
1: Anyway. I think you have to weigh the, uh, the COVID liability.
0: That's what I'm saying. I think we need a test before anything. Yeah. Anyway. So we came back from. I might just hold this thing in my hands for the rest. All right. So we came back from Austin. It was different this time around.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I will say that it wasn't as wild as the first time we went.
1: Yeah, they the stream brings it out of people for sure.
0: I think people want to be on on stream. Yeah. You know. For sure. There's like a like an allure to the stream. Your friends are watching crazy things happen on stream. Like pots get huge. It's a little different. This time it was a little different. It was a little bit more tame. You were battling heavy with
1: yeah, Speak for yourself. I got fucking wrecked. Yeah, well. I got wrecked in indirect ways though. Like I lost on an app game that I hate. I don't know why I play it. Cause I don't know what's going on, but it feels a little it it, it doesn't sit well with me yeah, yeah. the it's way not, I'm losing. Not, yeah. And the thing is is like it's probably a hundred percent on the up and up, but just because there's this shroud of mystery to it, it feels bad. You know, it's not the same as me showing up to a casino where I know I'm not being cheated. Um so I lost like sixteen K on the app and then I lost like 15 K cross booking hmm. against Lynn, uh, where I lost almost nothing in the session and she just broke the fucking game. Yeah. But I got a lot of that back on the last day at least. That's true. I was there for that part. So I was fortunate, but it was weird, right? It was,
0: it wasn't the same. It was, it was a little bit different, but it was enjoyable. I really liked the fact that a lot of people in Texas really like when we show up because i don't know they just kind of like our appeal they like the fact that we give some action they like the fact that we're interacting we're not like
1: big timing people or whatever we're just kind of like
0: there we have fun you know like
1: i think we like also genuinely like them like i like bones a lot yeah he's my man from pittsburgh he's he's down there holding it down like he's the og of the austin crew you know but he's so tight though Yeah, of course. That's because he's the OG. You know, like the the old head is never going to be the action guy. Yeah. Like, that's not how it works. He's the one setting lessons and examples for the young up and comers. It's like, look, I was you once, and you're going to learn someday you can't put it all on the line. Yeah, And that's Bones' role. You know, he plays mentor to some kids. Now. I respect He him.
0: really does, though, play the mentor game. of yeah. like He plays mentor to, like, Westlake or whatever.
1: Yeah, and I, I like Westlake a lot. The kid got hard. He got nittier since we saw him last, which means he probably went broken. Way, he's he's yeah, way yeah. nittier. Yeah, for sure, for sure. He definitely went bust and then flush again, yeah, yeah, like, somewhere between March and now. And I respect that process. Like, I've been down that hole. He'll stay tight for the next couple months. He'll get bored. And then we'll see our, our man just, like, pop it off again.
0: Yeah, he's tighter now. I mean, I get it. I've been there.
1: I bet he wasn't tight when he was doing the 1 3 prop bet.
0: No. And so it was a crazy prop bet, actually. I think, you know, I want to talk about it. Like, so he had to do, he had to win 10,000 in a week. Right. Right. And every half hour. Not a week. He it had five to play, days?
1: It, no, he had a month, but he had to play a stupid amount of hours, like 150 hours, something. I think it was 150 hours. He couldn't play less. Okay. So he had to maintain a 10,000. Oh, it was profit.
0: literally a week. Yeah, 150 hours in a week. He's doing a week. Okay. And then day one, he like popped
1: off really big. It was literally a week. Oh, I think it was 5K. Because he won 3,700. And then Bones bought out. I think it was 10K and Bones bought off for seven. That part's, what he bought out for is accurate. But I think that he only had to win five.
0: Okay, okay, fine.
1: But he should have, I mean, he has to maintain that win rate over hundreds of hours. Yeah, it's insane. (laughs) Yeah, should have just held on tight. It couldn't have been a week. But he had to do
0: push-ups. He had to do 25 push-ups every half an hour.
1: Yeah. But also, it couldn't have been a week because he had to play well over 100 hours. You just can't play 100 hours in a week. There aren't enough hours in the week. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
0: That's true. Okay, so maybe it was a month. Yeah. Still hard, though.
1: But yeah, so he like... What was your biggest win at like low stakes? I remember the first time I ever played five ten uncapped. That's not low stakes. But... It was at the time. I mean, like looking back on it, the, the average stack was probably like two k. That's still not
0: low stakes, though. Like you understand, it was like, for me.
1: I started playing five five. I just jumped like into low five stakes
0: five. is like one three two five cap. Like
1: I not- mean, I, I played five five uh, at Salamanca Casino when I was in college. I went on a Friday and didn't leave until Monday morning. It never got up. Wow. I just played five five straight through three days, and the game like broke down to like four people, and then filled back up, and then broke back down and filled back up, and I ended up winning like fifty five hundred. All right, on oh, my first five hundred dollar buy. in
0: That's pretty good. That's pretty big. My um, biggest, my biggest win. I was playing one c Bergada, three hundred cap, and I think I won like three k, which was like feels like a lot. I mean, it is a yeah. lot. Yeah, I, I wanted want, mad sets that day
1: though. I won twelve k playing heads up PLO online on full tilt at two four. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. Three different times, twice against the same opponent. This kid overbet eighty six. I'll never forget him. <laughs> overbet eighty six. I, I was in for one buy-in and ran it up to like 12.5. uh. And I, I remember like years later after I'd moved to Vegas, made a deep run in the main and like started to make a little bit of a name for myself. He like hit me up out of nowhere on Skype and like was just, he just like stayed in close contact. We talked strategy for like the better part of like a year. He, he probably like left the game and shit like that since then. But yeah, he was just like kind of telling me like I just ruined him for, yeah, for, of course. for a short period of time. Texas was lit. So, There's a lot of rooms in Texas.
0: Potentially, we could be going back to Texas, seeing what develops. There's other rooms out there, seeing what happens. What is your kind of
1: outlook? I think I have a very skewed vantage point of what the ecosystem looks like there. Because I only have the experience of the two card rooms that we've been to. Mm. And it's a massive overlap of the players that play, at least at the stakes that we're playing. Um, you know, there seems to be a lot of turnover, like the one, two, one, three level, yeah, uh, maybe even the two, five, whatever. But to me, the ecosystem looks very small.
0: Well, it's also we're also in the, We also only went to the smallest of the three cities.
1: Agreed. Uh, I don't know that the Austin scene's smaller than it has to be smaller than Dallas and Houston for sure. Sh- well, no, Dallas is new, right? Dallas just got their first card house from T. I, th- I think TCH is the first card house to have anything in Dallas, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, but still. I could though. be wrong. Yes, population-wise, right. Dallas is huge. And for a long time, I've heard about these underground legendary games. underground yeah. games in Dallas. And yeah. I still hear about legendary yeah. underground games in Houston. 500,000 people um, 500,000 no limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess I just have a very zoomed out or sorry, zoomed in approach where I'm not sure what the actual ecosystem looks like. And it could just be like it's a very new market. Mm. But what I do know is there's a lot of fucking money. In Texas. Yeah. There's a lot of tech money in Austin. There's yeah. a lot of oil money in mm-hmm. Houston, yeah. San Antonio. And there's a lot of just like high-end business money in Dallas. So I think there is the potential for a massive poker ecosystem there. Especially judging by like just the general or what the average game is. Uh just the average game there is very Behind the the strategic times, let's say uh I would say it's a lot closer to a live game that you would have witnessed on the East Coast, maybe current day, but definitely like a couple of years ago yeah, I mean, we've always talked about like east coast west Coast poker, East Coast always seems to be on the looser uh aggressive side of things,
0: yeah, I mean, the thing is West Coast is like that too, like in like l a well, you New go York's, where the
1: pockets of money are right l a
0: yeah. and New York are always like super action. 5x opens, 6x opens are very normal, you mm-hmm. know, especially so in like the lower stakes. But may. the difference
1: is, is that the East Coast doesn't get the high stakes. No, there seems right. to be a a hard ceiling at like 1025.
0: Even less, bro. Like it's like 510 is most most of the action at yeah. Bergada now, you know. 1010 on Tuesdays at parks is like that's the biggest game you're gonna get. Like mm-hmm. 1025 is very select at Bergada.
1: Yeah, even Florida, like those games kind of died, they turned into PLO.
0: Yeah, 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 and, and private. So yep. it, it's, but yeah, I feel like Texas has this potential, right? It's the potential, right? You you could set up 10, 25 games, could set up 5, 10 games. It's just a matter of, and, and it's also this, they have this weird structure that incentivize people to play smaller, but the game's actually kind of big. So since they have this like match stack slash uncapped games mm-hmm. a lot of these like five 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 ten games are actually super like they're not as they're not five like, ten right it's
1: not what's advertised right yeah it's, yeah it's
0: actually much bigger like you could easily lose like 10k in like
1: a it's 5-10 like both game. nice and scary it's nice because uh you don't have to worry about creating scale so you don't have to worry about having a stepping stone for 1-3 players to go to two five two five players to go to 5-10, five, 5-10 five, to go to 10-25, etc. You just kind of like mix the pools together. And it disincentivizes anybody from becoming like super great. So like there ends up being fewer standouts, which is all also pretty awesome for people like running these games as well as the local ecosystem. What's not great about it is though, because the games play so deep and so big, the loose money has a tendency to kind of like fall pretty quickly. Or at least it can't. The the counter argument to that is, well, if you just did a more traditional ladder-like approach where you cap all the games, but you have everything up to like 25, 50 or 50, 100, the loose money is just going to go play the biggest stakes anyway. Mm. And now that that larger pool of people who are trying to eat never get it never actually get to play with that. Right, it's like interesting, right?
0: Mode. Because like you can play 5-5, five, because five, it's 5-5 five, five, no cap, right? So you can play 5-5 five, five, no cap with a 1,000, mm-hmm. right? And, and if you're coming up, you might get in some really good spots, right. Where you know certain people are in the game and they're like kind of like going off, right? And you can win like five thousand, yeah. where, where that wouldn't happen in like in. You in just another, get shut
1: out if it's ten x the stakes.
0: Yeah, you'll never play. Yeah, like you, you'll never play if it's like ten twenty five. You're never gonna sit, right. right? So it's an interesting scenario like that. I mean, I'm interested to see how it develops. The negative part about it is, I kind of feel as if. It's almost like when Florida was like that, like too many people are kind of talking about it, so it becomes like like an open secret. There's
1: a big difference between the small concentration of wealth in South Florida as opposed to all of Texas. Yeah, you'd be surprised, right? Or like, like the only difference is or the only scary thing is the proximity. Like Houston's not very far. Houston and San Antonio are not very far from from Austin as far as like driving goes. No,
0: San Antonio's on the other side. Is Dallas, you mean?
1: Right? No, I think. I don't know. I don't no, know. No, San Antonio, San Antonio was like an hour and a half because people were going to rounders. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then coming back. I think Houston's a little bit further, but it's definitely like a doable drive. Dallas, I think, is the furthest. It's south. So it's southeast. So I think it's like uh, maybe three and a half, four hours where the other ones are within two hours. Um, but like all of that proximity is reasonably close. Dallas would be the toughest place to round from because you're a flight away from the other three cities. Whereas, like, if you're centralized in Austin or San Antonio, you may be able to, like, round all three cities at the same time.
0: I think we should go to Austin. Talk to those tech people. Be like, listen. We got a startup. We're trying to make it. And, like, I know you like poker. I like poker. We know about equities. We know about markets. Like, Throw us a million. Like, it's easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and that's light for you guys. Like, that's that's like. Weekend money, like sure. You know, if you have a shorty flying. Strip in, club money. Yeah, like no, they have they the strip club every day. The strip club's popping. Need to open up a strip club, soft white strip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like for the strip, whatever you want to call it. Like sure. Them things make piles in Austin. Like yeah. Houston, Lana Vegas. Like, remember that song? <laughs> like from Drake? Like, yo, we need to open up strip club in Houston. Like, bro. What is going on? Like the strip clubs are making piles of money. Like, I used to play this underground game in Jersey City where like the whole point of the game was to wait until 2 a.m., right? Because at 2 a.m., the strip club closed, right? And the strippers would come play poker with us. (laughs) Like it was, bro. Like, it was the best. It was literally the best. Like, and then you know, some days we could throw some back. Like we would go to the strip club, throw a couple. Yeah, dollars. yeah. He yeah. had to do it, right? Yeah, sure. Shout out we'll to, S- shout out to Soul. You know, she was out there. Like you know, <laughs> she was doing her thing. Like yo, it was that was like the best time. You just play five five no limit them with ice cream Neil Soul, <laughs> the, like <laughs> like Soul the stripper. Like it was the fucking lit. Like my man. Um, There was another Neil that was just had like a BMW M6, like he with the red interior, like that man, like my man, he was like Greek Tom, like these guys were amazing. Greek Tom had a Greek restaurant. Yeah, no, of course.
1: course. I played in a game with Mike the Greek. I understand how it works. Whenever you have, whenever you have nicknames of what ethnicity people are, what their job title is, or uh, what business it is that they own. That's a good game. They used,
0: to say, good game. they used to say, like, Christian has a PhD in poker. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just tight as fuck. Like, yeah. it would be like 5-5, five, five, you would just open to 100 if you Jesus. have queens. And it goes, call, call, call. Like, <laughs> and then you just wait. Like, you yeah, just, just want
1: to see what happens. Let's take a flop. Let's see three.
0: No, they would literally say, I'm only going to call to crack you. Like, they would just, like, literally say that. I and like I'm that. like, all right, yeah. you have, like, 10% equity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but – It was good times, man. Those games were great. They're they're still great, you know? Anyway, so that's the the plan in Texas.
1: I don't know, man. We got a lot of cities to visit. We haven't been to Houston. We haven't been to Dallas. We haven't been to San Antonio.
0: Listen, if you guys are out there and you're in Houston and you know the strip club scene, I'm coming to Houston, but I'm definitely going to the strip club. (laughs) Because, bro, if Drake is talking about the strip clubs in Vegas, I mean, not Vegas, in Houston, they got to be lit. Sure. He said he fell in love three times in Houston. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to see what's up. I went to Austin. I fell in love twice. Sure. All right, Houston, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> I got the money in my bag. Like, let's go. Like, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Like, got my man out there, like, oil tycoon John. Like, he's telling me about all the shit that's going down. Like, yeah. he's signing the checks. Like, he's, he's the man. Yeah. He calls me a Yankee. Yeah. He's like, you fucking Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> The fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm like, all right, bro. Like, all right, just call.
1: <laughs> yeah, he got me good.
0: He's good, man. He's fun. All right. So High Stakes Poker came out with their preview clip today. They announced their broadcasters. A lot of people were expecting Nick Schulman. They passed on Nick. They brought back Gabe Kaplan. And I am slightly forgetting the other person's name, actually.
1: uh, it's Gabe, and wow, I'm gonna draw a blank now too, for no good reason, because I literally just read it uh a j
0: yeah. Legendaries, like I don't know if you could you could have draw two better guys than that. The clip was fascinating, actually. I thought that the clip did a really good job of highlighting what we're expected to see there was a couple like jabs out there you know the barrett you know paris hilton uh, you know got a little bit of a you know a little bit of a throw we saw lynn saying like i've never prayed for something more in my life <laughs> we said like she was clearly in a big pot like she was praying for the hold or something um we saw someone else say you guys never fucking fold like there was a lot of there was a lot of fun things. There was another person saying like, Oh, I learned from the best and he looked at Tom Duan, whatever. So I thought the clip was great. It was like three minutes or so.
1: Yeah, that's what trailers are supposed to do.
0: Yeah, I get it, but like you know, there's a lot of trailers and they're kind of trash. You know, like like sometimes I watch like some of the trailers out there for like some movie and shit. And I'm like, yo, I'm not watching that shit. Like like sometimes I show up early to the movie theater and I like show up for the trailer, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm like I tell Shorty, I'm like, listen, we gotta get go a little early because I like the trailers or whatever, you know. And then I'm like, yo, I'm not watching any of these shits. Like, mm. like sometimes it's just like, okay, like you guys could have came up with a better trailer. Like who's in charge of your trailer game? Like it's just kind of trash. I'm literally thinking about like Jurassic Park. Like none of the no. Like I don't like Jurassic
1: Park. It's kind I've trash. never seen the original.
0: Never watch it. It's just like super trash. Like the only movie I've ever walked out of my life was literally Jurassic Park. Like I've walked the original out, Jurassic Park. I don't You know were what, six.
1: I don't know which one it was, but I were, I left maybe the movie. like Jurassic World. I've
0: left. I left the theater. Wow. I had sex on the floor of a movie theater once. i have never do that. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> never do that again.
1: On the <laughs> floor of a movie theater.
0: <laughs> yeah. We just put the we just put the North Face on the floor. We we're in the back.
1: Oh well, yeah, I would hope <laughs> it was kind of lit. Like, shout out to Selena; she was kind of cool. But who was on top?
0: Obviously, I was on top,
1: bro. Obviously, that's yeah. obvious. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: it is what it is, bro. I don't know. You
0: know. Shout out to the Mayfair Theater in West New York. You know
1: <laughs> who fucks <it> in a theater? <laughs> right, Get yeah. a hand job like everybody else, man. You're selfish.
0: I play high stakes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I play high stakes. You know? Jesus
1: Christ! I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much more we got, bro.
0: I'm just saying, like it's kind of crazy. Oh right
1: man! <laughs> I hope I pressed record. I can't let this one get away,
0: <laughs> bro. We weren't on the fourth floor. For, like we put the we put like the 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 coats. You know?
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. Sure. The coat. It was down. That was so you didn't have you know sticky shit on you. That's great. She had sticky shit on her, obviously.
0: No, the coats did a good job. Anyway, this shit's done. Texas was nice.
1: Looking <laughs> at segues.
0: I'm just I'm just saying. Okay, so we just finished doing a stream. You're gonna be streaming more. You're gonna be streaming the WSOP main event. Allegedly the main event. That's right. We've talked about the main event bullshit before, like, oh, is it the main event? Is it not the main event? My man from, like, fucking Hungary or something, he won. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't think it's the main event, but sure, we're going to play. I was kind of, like, torn on playing because I feel like a lot of poker players, like, talk shit, but then they play anyway. I don't know. I guess I'll play because it's the main event. Yeah. Allegedly. who,
1: Who wants a million dollars? That sounds terrible. So you're playing? Yeah, I'm fucking playing. You're going to stream it? Yeah, I'm going to stream it. You're going to give away money. I'm going to give away some equity in the event, for sure. We're going to give away... We're going to do a giveaway Friday. So the day that this drops, um, we will be giving away... Actually, by the time this drops, they'll probably have missed it. Because the Polk stream is prior.
0: But, if you didn't miss it...
1: Right. You
0: have to be a solve for Y. TV Subscri- member slash subscriber slash fan of the site. Yeah. If you're not, don't talk to me. I don't want to hear it. I don't, you're not getting shit. All right. You have to be a for Y member of the site. You have to comment on this podcast. Tell us who you dated, who you were, making out with in the theater. I don't know. Something. And then you're in the mix. You're in the mix.
1: Yeah, tune in to uh tune in Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific. That's when my stream is going to start. I'll be giving away at least 5% that day. Wow. Um not to one person. 5%. 5% we're of the main up. event? Yeah, imagine if I wanted just like had to ship somebody or a collect a collection of people 200k. Like who who else gives away $200,000. <laughs> oh, my God. That would break my heart a little bit.
0: I think you would go down and, as a legend. That would really hurt my soul. What do you think about this main event? Do you think it's going to be a big turnout?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be good. Um, the wind's running complimentary 10K high rollers in town this weekend as well. So I think like we're going to get you know, that field that would otherwise play them. But from what I saw from last weekend, those fields were fucking soft. Like, those final tables were, they were nice. They yeah. weren't 10K final tables. Let's, let's go with that. They're, no, they were 10K final
0: tables. Like, there were, like, six pros and, like, three not pros. I think that's kind of... I
1: think you're being liberal on on the degree of pros you're offering here. You know,
0: they're, they're, they're pros. What do you want me to say, man? They're pros. They're good. I'm
1: just saying there's, there's a big fall off from, like, Sean Winter to the next tier.
0: Yeah, there always is, you know? Sure. somebody's a fish to somebody always
1: yeah for sure for it's sure all i'm saying things. is that like you know i think it's going to be a good event now i don't think it's a 1.5 markup event which i got a to dm today about which is fucking crazy there was a lot of
0: markup police going on on twitter today there was a lot of like oh these guys are selling crazy like one point something no. like and it's like every year we're gonna do this
1: every honest to god year. i don't know that this person is beating 10ks at even
0: this is how we do it ready there has to be a shorting market.
1: How? I don't well, know. I don't Timex. know. Timex. Timex is the only person who could do it. Yeah.
0: Timex needs to be like, listen, I'm gonna short you. Period.
1: Yeah. What's up? You but the problem is is that the problem is that he still has to make money. So for instance, Joe Smith is selling at 1.5. Mm. Let's say he's break even at the event. Yeah. You can't short him. Right. Because you can't offer 0. 0.9. Yeah, yeah, you could offer 1.1, 1. 1, but like now you're kind of still taking the worst of it. Yeah. I kind of feel you could like, offer even, I guess. I
0: kind of feel like, you know, I'm still like not as big of a name where I could still like kind of like get Timex one time, you know? Mm. Like, i would just be like, listen, I'm selling for the parts. Oh, wait,
1: wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm, I think I'm, I think I fucked that up. I think you could offer like 1.1 1. 1 or 1. 1.2. Yeah, but somebody
0: has to buy, right?
1: Yeah, but if, if people are buying already at 1.5, they're certainly going to buy at 1.1, 1.2, and you're still getting the best of it because this person might only be break even. So you're just making on the margin.
0: Yeah, Timex, you know, let us know, man. We'll get in business together. Yeah,
1: man. I take it all back. Timex could definitely be short.
0: I kind of want Timex to give me a price, you know, me, Parks, 1500 He gives us the worst prices ever. But I'm still, like, I'm still small time, bro. Like, he's not going to be like, yo, you're so good.
1: Like, all this shit. Like I was nobody when I played 2016 Super High Roller. And I think he had me marked up at, like, 1.15. How? (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Because I was a pro in a field that had 10 amateurs. All
0: right, listen. I'm a, listen, Timex, I'm a cash game player. (laughs) I don't know anything about no tournaments. Like, give me a price, like. I'm probably losing in this 10 K. Like it's like it's fucking $10,000, you know, like what I'm sure fuck? your
1: backers are just thrilled right now.
0: Yeah. Like, listen, the back, look, the backers, like they don't even want to throw Here, me in this. Here's like, you're going to be why, fine. Here's like,
1: why what you're saying isn't helpful to you? Why? I'm, You'll never get sub one. How?
0: I'm Listen, I'm a cash game player. You'll, right? you right. I got coached by you. Everybody thinks you're terrible. Yeah, you know? but I'll never <laughs> get
1: 0. 0.9 on an online fucking 10 K.
0: No man i'm just saying listen timex like
1: like that was what happened that that's that's why like the only reason i was even fishing for a price in 2016 is because i was hoping i would come out a dog yeah i saw like Helmuth was priced at like 0.9 and stuff so i was hoping i would be too because i could have just bought more of my own action at face so it's like anytime you have the option to buy more action at face which you do of yourself i don't allegedly i could be broke you can't (laughs) you can't get a better price than face.
0: time time listen Doug Pok called me a coward, man. Like, just I'm not gonna bluff. I'm not gonna fucking bluff. Like, I can't run bluffs. I'm a live pro. Like, just throw me a nice price. you know, .8, I'm probably losing. Like it's all good, bro. Don't worry, you're gonna make money.
1: Just just find somebody in the field that you truly think is losing with a big ego and crossbook. Listen, Lynn,
0: I got you. Like, if you want to throw it off, you know, a little crossbook, you know, a little 10%. I got you, you know. Like, something light. Maybe 5%. Because maybe she might rip off and win this shit on my order, like 200000 you know. Uh-huh. Like, it might be
1: a smaller. You know? I, would, I would appreciate
0: that pain. <laughs> like That was, that would be so much pain. Like, all right, I guess I'm playing 2-5 with the win. <laughs> Here we go, fifteen. Oh God, (laughs) here we go again.
1: (laughs) Just like, oh God. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're too old now for the pain to, uh, like for me to wish the pain upon you. It's like,
0: when are we gonna get Dennis Blyden again? (laughs) 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 All right, guys. Oh man, I don't know what's gonna happen it is true though the older you get like the more you just like don't want the pain you're like yeah. i can't like i can't just i can't lose a hundred thousand yeah
1: like a little part of me wishes a little bit of pain on on landon not not so much that like it breaks him but like enough that it builds him he stronger. was so
0: quiet when he was down ten thousand. i know he was like i just want to play a hand you know
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was just like so quiet. like,
0: yeah you know
1: this is a great landing impression, by the way.
0: I just had to call. More. You just you just pay and call. You, you you just you just pay and lose. You know, like it's like it's like you don't just always pay and lose. You know, you could fold. <laughs> like
1: Nah. Like, I'm with him. Pay and lose. Sleep uh, well.
0: No, exploitative people fold when people don't bluff. There's a lot of weird hands that happen today in that heads up challenge, man. I feel like Doug's not bluffing all the time. Like he's it. Well, spoiler alert. <laughs> Yeah, these ace, three, four, check raise. Like, get out of here, bro. You got it. Yeah, maybe. Turn king. Like He's just bombing all in. Like, bomb over bad. It's like, bro, you're just finding the bluffs on the ace, three, four, two-tone turn king when you're not the original Razor. Mm-hmm. I don't buy it. Yeah, I don't buy it, bro. Yeah. I don't buy it. I mean, it is what it is. Shout out to whatever fucking machine he's using in real time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say how it is, man. I don't know if that's really what it is, but I'm just, you know, people got their fucking spreadsheets. They got their fucking, all. I'm I'm done. I'm done. Play live or don't play.
1: Wow. What a hard stance to take. No, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm a live pro. I love poker.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. I hope you all enjoyed. Wait, do we have other shit to talk about?
1: Probably. We've only been going for 28 minutes. This is what my girl says. (laughs)
0: It is what it is. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, this is the shortest I, goddamn podcast ever. I don't got any more topics, man. Like, we got, we ran through all the topics. Like, what do you guys want me to talk about? Like well, Let's get back to this movie theater. No, no, no. Come on, man. I can't give away all my shit. Like, you know, the movie theater was lit. Like, Mayfair at the West New York, New Jersey. Like, shit was kind of lit. I don't know if it's still open. They might have fucking lost money, but.
1: Well, yeah. Nobody's the- <laughs> out there policing teenagers banging in the back row.
0: I wonder what she's doing nowadays. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'ma hit her up. <laughs> I wonder what she's
0: doing nowadays, you
1: know? Oh man, you're you're just a goddamn train wreck. I'm not a train wreck. I'm what just... happened? This is only two trulies. How much alcohol is in there?
0: But they're not two trulies. It's literally like the extra, extra large. <laughs> like a like four loco? Yeah, it's like yo, four loco used to be lit when I was young. When you were young. Yeah, like I was like. A teenager, like people got four loco. Then they banned it. Mm. I don't know why they banned it. People, I think some kid died in New York or something.
1: What was the special thing about four loco? It had caffeine?
0: I don't know what it was, but it was really strong. It was really
1: bad for you. Yeah, yeah.
0: People were like collecting four loco because they knew it got banned. So they were like, co- they were like hoarding the four loco. Like it was crazy.
1: Like your shit's going down. That's <laughs> what your girl said. Yeah, whatever. You leave the studio for a month, you come back, your shit don't this work. This is
0: what you asked for, okay? You're like, oh, we're gonna do the drunk podcast.
1: Yeah, tonight. I wanted more than 28 minutes. Yeah, I
0: mean, I get it, but what you want? Like, I don't even got any more topics. We talked about Texas, we talked about your stream, we talked about the movie theater, we talked about high stakes poker. Markups. Like, <laughs> that's it. Like, what you guys want? Like, it's 30 minutes. Like, okay. Like, it's not every day. It's like an hour and a half of Berkey. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Like, okay. Like, we get it. Like, Berkey's a smart person that talks about poker. Sometimes he wears about the, the fucking rock. Like, you listen to The Rock fucking all the time?
1: No, almost never. What would I listen to him do? He, he oh, let's talk. Anything.
0: I got another topic for you. So, you got this new podcast that you have. Mm mm-hmm. I don't know what you're doing, but like you're now you want to like have a secondary podcast. That's like. Not the solve for why Vlogcast. It's literally. on the
1: Software why channel.
0: Yes, it's on the channel. Yeah. And it's called consider this.
1: Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Ellipses. What? Ellipses. What does that mean? Is that a name? It means dot, dot, dot. Ellipsy. Yeah.
0: That's definitely like a super Dominican name, like, like oh yeah, Elipsi, like they come, you know, ellipsi Elipsia, like, yeah, I know someone like that. Uh-huh. Okay, Ellipse. Sure. that's def- that's a super Dominican. Okay, okay, so then what's your goal with this? Uh, consider this dot 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 podcast, ellipsi?
1: Uh I just think like over the year of us doing or longer now, year and a half of us doing the vlogcast, there's been a lot of opportunities for us to attempt interviews mm. but i don't think that's what this is like this has always just been a kind of you and me shooting the shit talking about current events uh and you know at some point it's supposed to have a vlog also
0: why don't we just name it the podcast like it's not going to be a vlogcast. like like no one's gonna vlog about what are you gonna vlog about you went to you played hot you played poker of the dark you didn't even vlog about it
1: that's I've done my <laughs> vlogging. I've put in my <laughs> vlogging dues. Uh, there, you can find a, f- a solid year of the Sulphur Y chronicles of mostly me <laughs> vlogging. Okay. And you kind of like tagging along here and there. It'd be the- great if you started picking up the fucking camera and taking it to movie theaters. Chill, bro. You know, getting on That's some like, of that.
0: don't you see the FBI sign in the front? Like, <laughs> like, as soon as the movie's theaters, there's an FBI, like, no filming allowed.
1: Man. I don't want you to film the movie. I want to know what's going on in that back row. You know, we need some stories. We need a little chin confessional outside the movie theater. I'll see. Get this. a little chin lifestyle. You know, you you're you're on this. You have this big time goal that you want to meet from the lifestyle perspective. We'd love to follow along. I think Landon also is looking to get into the grind. He keeps making these fucking weight loss best, and then eating all the goddamn cookies. So like, I don't know what his plan of attack is, mm. but it seems like he wants to make a change. Hopefully, it's so, like, you know, there's room for the lifestyle elements and I would love to work them back in to the quote unquote vlog cast. Uh, as far as consider this goes, I, I just think that like it's nice to have an interview style podcast. I think it's something that we both can potentially be good at. I'm not so confident that I'm necessarily the right person for the gig per se, um, but you know, the first one felt okay with Edwards. Granted, I know him well. I just did one with Travis, uh, one part of Pigtails production, um, who is the main component of developing to be determined. Mm. So that'll come out and cones uh and, and will coincide with the launch of To Be Determined. Um yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think that like, you know, we need to have like some ancillary things that branch off into other areas other than poker. Mm. And this probably just will never be that. Right. We have a very loyal following, and they all want to hear about high-stakes stories and the latest drama in the online streets and everything else that we have a hot take on.
0: I want to interview one of those strippers from Houston.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can do that now on Consider This.
0: Consider This Dance. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, I agree. I think it's kind of cool. Uh, we do have some people lined up that I think people would enjoy I think that those people are kind of cool I I'm fans of them I don't know if we should say their names because then what if they don't show up then that's going to be suck you know but then you guys could like
1: tweet at them that's true that's true get hit them <clears throat> up um yeah I mean like ultimately I think that the the platform itself is just a, a means to an end of having conversation with intelligent people who rose to the top of their respected fields and can kind of give a glimpse into the process so i think people are just like heavily interested in what different walks of life look like who have had success at what they do and let's face facts those are the people that get interviewed for podcasts yeah you know you don't see very often uh mm-hmm. a, a random nine to fiver or random and I, I don't mean to frame it in such a way that like those people aren't important it's just those people don't stand out And it's hard to pluck them out of the crowd and say like, okay, we should interview this factory worker. Now, I do think that that's kind of interesting in a project in and of itself. Uh, I used to watch this show Dirty Jobs on Discovery Channel. And he used to go through like all of these different industrial jobs. And he would just do them for a day interviewing workers along the way and and stuff like that. It was awesome. But the problem is he had to really carry the load. Because the show was about him. It was about his experience. It wasn't about the guests and the big thing that i wanted to accomplish with consider this was really shifting the narrative off of you and i and putting it instead on the guest yeah we ain't shit yeah i mean like that's the thing is that we're we're trying to in most instances rise to the level of the people that we're interviewing what do you think about the new podcast project
0: i think it's cool I- <laughs> I think it's cool. I think that I would love to hear what these people have to say because
1: some of these people are, like, they have more money than me, so. Sure, sure. (laughs) That's the ultimate equalizer.
0: I'm all about that money, man. Like, I'm all about, like, you know, maybe it's because I grew up poor. Like, you know, my mom always was like, you know. She said, I could be whatever I want to be as long as I'm the best in what I'm doing. She mm-hmm. was like, oh, you could be un limpia plato. That means like, you know, uh, someone that cleans the dishes, mm-hmm. right? She's like, but you have to be the best. And I, I kind of agree. I, I, I took that and I was like, yeah, maybe that's, that's the thing, you know? You got
1: to be the best at what you that's do. That's fascinating to me. Why? Because I don't see that really shine through in your personality.
0: I'll I'm like secretly like I secretly do try my best to be the best poker player. I could yeah,
1: be. yeah. I think you grind <clears throat> poker hard.
0: Yeah, that's what I do. Well,
1: it's not What's not all mean? you do?
0: Dude, I, I grind poker hard and I try to be like the best poker player I could be, which you want me to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that makes some sense why everything else will then suffer to some degree. I don't
0: know, man. You got to ask those girls. Eh? I, I'm fine. <laughs> like, do my thing, you know? I don't know what you're talking about. You just want me to fucking fast for a week. <laughs> Why don't you just fast for a week and then just get the
1: sauna? Yeah.
0: Eat fucking 400 calories a day.
1: Yeah, that's how you start. Only protein. That's how you start. You, you fucking throw a monkey wrench in the system. And you say, hey. Meditate for
0: 30 minutes. Right. Get after Sit it. Sit in the sun. Reset everything. Sit in the sun for 10 minutes. Yep. Make
1: sure you wear sunscreen. Yeah. And then week two is after it. No, wait, that was week one? Yeah, it's week one. I thought that was like, I thought that was it. No, it's week one. And then week two, you do all that stuff to a lesser degree. A lesser degree? Yeah, you like fast for 15 hours or 16 hours.
0: I think you need like your own little cult.
1: You Why know, I like
0: you need like your own like you and Nick Howard should start a separate cult and then see who who <laughs> like like whose whose tribe rises to the top. You know, like like do you guys just start like a bet. You know, like like I don't listen, have the fucking energy. For you have one cult. I'll have one cult. Right, mm-hmm. and then whoever has the most success stories like wins the bet hundred thousand.
1: Sure. sure, sure. That's kind of a good idea. It's not really a good idea. You can make a show. Like I don't want to make a show.
0: It's like you ever seen like the ultimate fighter like a UFC like they both have their own camps like one wears yellow the other one is blue. And then they both they all live in like a separate house or whatever. And then like they fight. You know Mm. this could be your thing. Yeah
1: but they actually fight. What are we doing? We're just building a cult to do what?
0: (laughs) I don't know. Go to the top of the fucking mountain and meditate (laughs) and then drink shit. Like (laughs) who wins? (laughs) Whoever has the
1: most fucking whichever cult commits suicide first, <laughs> the other one wins. Whoever's cult
0: has the most unicorns, right? That's what they call it in Silicon sure. Valley, right? Yeah, like yeah. whoever creates the most fucking like Uber uh-huh. and whoever creates the most fucking PayPal. So I'm like, trying
1: to create a tech cult. You could be it could be whatever cult you want. Like right. it could
0: be like the fitness cult. Whoever I don't has- know what
1: the fuck I'm doing. How am I supposed to lead a cult? However, Nick Howard
0: needs his cult. Like... <laughs> He definitely has a cult. Like I don't know what he i don't know what the name is—but it's a cult. I like him too, but know. I'm not joining the cult. <laughs> I like him. He's just a cult leader.
1: Like, yeah. maybe I'll interview you for consider this. I'm a good interview man. I'm We're just, gonna dig a little deeper, into but I'm
0: good on the segues. You got to be slick. You got to be ready. Like, <laughs> you're, <I'll>,
1: you're not—you <laughs> think you're good at the segways. I'll just
0: like whoop, like, like oh tough ball, like hardball question whoop. See ya. Uh-huh. Like I learned from Kobe,
1: man. He was like. Whoop, why would you ever do any podcasts about what just you your backstory your your journey What do people want to know like they could just tune into this podcast they could
0: i don't want to give more people other like like we need our shine like we uh, need our google we need our fucking amazon we need yeah, our sure but truly.
1: it's definitely a collaborative effort like you you can't you can't be bigger than the community if you never participate in the community. i don't want to be bigger than the community
0: i i just want to like this this is it ready i want to make my money on the low you know like I don't want, like, like you know, if Doug Polk thinks, like, I'm a coward. I just want to make a nice, like, couple million on the low. And then just, like, do, like, call South, right? Just be like, see ya. Like, I'm going to invest in this. I'm going to be an angel investor. Oh, you're good at poker? Here you go. Like, and that's it. I got to tell you, you, a
1: couple million is not enough for that sort
0: of trajectory. God, how much money did Call South make? God damn. Like, this guy must have made a lot. Probably, like, five to ten. Okay, I just want to make a nice five.
1: And that's it. Just like move to Austin. If you had five million, you'd still be fucking going to the B every day that you saw a game that you could open sit. You don't I know don't anything a, else.
0: I don't have a lot of ego, though. Honestly, I don't. Like, yeah, I'll play some 50-100, you know, but I'm not going to sit there with fucking Jason Kuhn and be like, yeah, I want to learn. Go ahead. Heads up. Like, that's Go not ahead. me. Yeah, I'm going to be like, listen you're a good player. Like if you want to play this guy and like, if your back is fall off, like I got you, you know, like <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, but honestly, I don't know. Like the older I get, I'm like, okay, I play high. I, I already play kind of big. You right? feel accomplished. No, uh, I feel
1: accomplished. Like, you, you feel satisfied. Ish. Mm-hmm. Like Satiated. If you will.
0: Like I had a good meal, but it wasn't the best meal. It wasn't like carbon, but I had like a really good pizza.
1: You know, are you the best dishwasher you could be? Eh,
0: you know, I was a good dishwasher. My, my mom, my, my mom's proud of me. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, yeah, you did good, you yeah.
1: know? Yeah, but you got another 35 years to, to you know, do good.
0: But like, do you want to play poker forever? I don't know, man. Like, it's good. Like, I've done well. I want to keep playing. I want to keep doing well. But there's a lot of opportunities in this world. Like, you can move to San Francisco. You can move to Austin. You can move to Miami. Goldman Sachs just moved their headquarters to Miami. You're in the mix. You know, you can move to New York City. There's so many opportunities in this world. I'm not sure what location has to do with anything. A lot. Like if you want to be in the mix of things, you have to be in the location of the mix, mm-hmm. right? If you want to play high stakes poker, where are you going to be? You can't be in fucking Omaha, Nebraska. Sure. Right? You got to be in Vegas. You got to be in LA. It's just how it works, right? Okay. You got to be in Macau. Yeah. It's only three places you can be, right? Unless you're in some underground city In Miami
1: or something, right?
0: Okay. If you want to be in tech, where are you going to be? You can't be in Vegas. You got to be in San Francisco. You got to be in Austin. the difference
1: is to be in LA, Vegas, or Macau to play high stakes poker, Mm. you have to be good at poker. To be in San Francisco, New York, Miami, or Austin for tech, you have to have some sort of technical skill. Right. Everyone has a move. What's your skill set? This
0: is how it works. Ready? Mm -hmm. When Tim Ferriss moved to San Francisco, he had no skills. He was just a smart kid. that got in the mix. He had
1: a Harvard degree. He went to Princeton. Whatever. He had an Ivy League degree.
0: He went to Princeton. That's cool. When Chamath moved, he just went straight from Canada. He had no Ivy League degree. He just moved.
1: Mm -hmm. You just got to go. He was also... An early adopter in Facebook. Listen,
0: you just gotta go. That's the that that's I don't the first think step. these
1: guys I think you're you're saying these guys moved with like a pile of risk and fell into something important. And I think it's the exact opposite. I think they moved risk free and were ah, like from the door. This is what happens. You move to Vegas,
0: you try trying to make it, you just go, right? You but that's risk free. You that's have risk-free. a skill set to leverage. Yeah, skill set's allegedly. You think half these kids that move here are good at poker?
1: Tell me, be honest. No, but okay, like, exactly. But right? they think they're good, so they're at least leveraging what skill they believe in. Exactly. They have. You just gotta go. But what do you think you're good at?
0: We don't know until we find out. <laughs> you just gotta go. You gotta go. You have some money in your pocket. You go, and I am a fucking social genius. That's uh-huh. what you don't understand.
1: I am in the mix. I'm gonna throw something out there for you, buddy. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> the buddy, the chief. <laughs> here we go. Oh, good call,
0: chief good call buddy good call big guy like here we go with the fucking like passive aggressive names <laughs>
1: here we go go ahead oh, go ahead oh, boss God. go ahead <laughs> tell me more <laughs> all i'm saying is we have a nice little company right here that if your social genius is as leverageable as you say we can make some fucking money
0: That's why. Tune in. Consider this. We got some bomb ass (laughs) guests lined up. We got some Bitcoin mogul moguls. We got some TV moguls. We got some law moguls. We're in the fucking mix. Big guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, Christ. I I, There's so much I want to do and so much that I worry is a short-term fill.
0: What what do you mean?
1: Like there're just so many projects that I have my toes dipped in that feel like they have long-term benefits but very likely are just short-term fixes for um I guess next step next step projects if you will. Mm. Like I want to finish up these whiteboard videos. It's going to require me writing 25 scripts. Mm. Feels important. Feels like I'll be very accomplished when I'm finished with it. Also feels like it could just be something that in six months, is rendered useless. I really want to finish my blog that I left off in two thousand and sixteen where I just like complete my backstory through high stakes, et etc, et etc. feels important feels like it would be a nice way to draw attention to the company to draw attention to this backstory that people can relate to i don't know man i'm not like eric thomas or inky johnson or people who are actually driving like high numbers to uh you don't do it until you do it though yeah, yeah i get it like inky johnson like he's, he's
0: legit yeah he's super legit like but he wasn't
1: like the thing he, is he that wasn't he had... that until he was that no but the but he kind of was right like i'm sure he polished himself but his story is so fucking powerful that he couldn't help but become a motivational I mean, your speaker. your story is powerful too. Like, you're, But that's you're, my point is that you have to lay the groundwork. You have to let the dominoes fall as they may. Yeah. So it's like I do have to finish this blog. And I do have to finish these other projects that I have my toes dipped in to free up time and space all and right, energy. Let's try this to get stuff. your story right now. Ready? I was projecting this onto you. Wait, I'm saying wait, the same wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait. Okay.
0: I was in the rural Pittsburgh streets. Cockroaches all over the bed. My mom just sniffing coke. She was way too poor to sniff coke. Okay, she whatever. smoked crack. All right. Okay. My mom's shooting up crack. You but don't but shoot then...
1: up crack. Do you know what crack is? Okay, man. Wait, man. Let me finish. God damn. Now I'm gonna start again. Okay. All right, let me let me give you a little <laughs> lesson in drugs. Okay. Cocaine is fine white powder that is generally pretty pure and yeah. is snorted or whatever okay. like the higher which one's the, crack oh you you, you the s- higher the grade of cocaine crack is like you it's in like a like a like a crack th- is the equivalent of like processed food okay. crack is like a little bit of cocaine and a whole bunch of other fucked up shit that they put, that they put into it to make it into a rock we're in the mean streets of pittsburgh <laughs> we're not in the mean streets of anything crack all over the fucking streets
0: <laughs> roaches on the kitchen sink. Didn't stop me though.
1: Is this a rap song?
0: I don't know yet. I'm, I'm trying to think of Inky Johnson right now. Okay. Every day I woke up at 5 a.m. To throw fucking baseballs at the wall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bro, this guy was fucking a D1. He was in Tennessee. He was lit. He was- And he was projected to be a top three hit. round draft pick. And just got his entire fucking left side crippled. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, like, that kind of shit is way, way more traumatic than just having, like, fucked up parents. You have a
0: dream yanked away from you. You were in the mix, you know? You were trying to be a baseball star.
1: It's the opposite. I think that a lot of any success that I've encountered is a byproduct of having to have grown up fast. Like, I think that a lot of who I am today for the better is because of like how I had to grow up. Mm. So like, I don't think any of that hardship that I may have encountered as a kid is any sort of like negative. Whereas like a guy like Inky Johnson, who literally had the world at his fingertips, he's very likely like if if we just look at it through the lens of sheer EV, his expected value over the next 10 years of his life is to probably become, you know, definitely a deca millionaire, maybe a hundred millionaire. Depending upon how good he is, you know, yeah. the timing of it all and everything else. He's like guaranteed 10. Yeah, he's he's guaranteed for sure to be a decamillionaire. It might be multiples of that, right? Depending on endorsements, how many years he signs, yada, yada, yada. And then just one freak play and it's all gone. Mm-hmm. And like now this guy's earning power just went from being in the elite, maybe 0.1% to now like having to scramble amongst the 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 average right like not saying that he falls or plummets to an everyday working man obviously he has a lot a lot of talent like we've seen that in his story but to have to pick yourself back up where you were expected to be an elite something and now all of a sudden you're expected to just basically grind mm-hmm. that's fucking hard yeah like that's what makes his story so powerful is that it it empowers people who feel like they're trapped in the rat race who feel like life is too much for them and it's bearing down on him he's just like listen like i was at peak and i can never get to that peak again because it was snatched away from me in a second but yet i found another peak
0: move wherever you want to (laughs) move if you want to go to austin and you want to work for uber do it if you want to go to san francisco you want
1: to work for some fucking startup named pipe do it the only fucking uber you're going to be working for is goddamn driving you don't have a license if
0: you want to go to miami and you want to work for the new fucking goldman sachs that just moved to miami do it if you want to throw in a hundred thousand in bitcoin borrow it do it just literally borrow a
1: hundred thousand for bitcoin
0: i didn't do it but people have done it mm. just do it leverage leverage your fucking life leverage your skills leverage
1: talk, talk to me about what you're leveraging because i agree with everything you're saying I just want to what hear. I am leveraging,
0: leveraging my skill sets, which is my social genius. I've leveraged that. Mm-hmm. Leveraged my poker. Mm-hmm. Leveraged my ability to speak freely in an open discussion. I'm leveraging my media ability. What, what are
1: the what are the multiples? What are we looking at here?
0: Everything adds up over time. It's not just like I don't just have like a multiple. No, I agree. Like, with like you. when you start up Amazon, you don't just have multiples. You just work, and then you just, one day it's just like boom, Amazon. Well, I mean that's not and if true. Amazon wants to show up here and throw us a little little <laughs> little nugget of information or a little nugget of money, then I'll just all write Amazon nugg- right bro, here. Bro, all
1: these nuggets you ask for, we don't we don't have anything to offer them in return. We have to identify our value problem. Listen, prop. wait a second. What do you mean you don't have what's anything? our
0: value problem? Listen, wait a second, okay? <laughs> you think Joe Rogan don't have anything to offer? He does. When he, listen, wait. Okay. Don't make me throw out another truly. Okay. You, no one can replicate this podcast again. Sure. Right. You can't do it because they don't have a Matt Berkey, super high roller bowl Matt Berkey. Mm-hmm. right? From the streets of Pittsburgh, was in the crack. Like, <laughs> like, like, like fucking wearing fucking watches that, 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 that fucking tell you if you slept enough with. <laughs> like nobody has that right no one else has like a dominican poker player from the from north bergen new jersey that was playing underground games right like just like fucking in the back s- smashing, of smashing smashing chicks and and like <laughs> and and playing underground calling people terrible like they don't have that right uh-huh. it's a new it's a new fucking scope
1: so you're right i agree with that right so you can't replicate it but so we also don't have anything skill. to leverage yet
0: Listen, you think, you know how many podcasts Joe Rogan made? Yeah. Infinite. Yeah. He made infinite podcasts. This is like number 80. Yeah, yeah. He He made like 500 before people were like, oh shit, Joe Rogan's kind of good. I agree. Right? But it's Joe Rogan. It's Joe Rogan. You can't replicate Joe Rogan. You can't replicate Oprah. You can't replicate these people, I right? Agree. They can't replicate Pittsburgh and the streets. <laughs> Yeah, can't, can't replicate like the mean streets of Pittsburgh. Mom was a drug addict. Like, you can't do that. Cockroaches in the kitchen sink, throwing a baseball at the wall. You can't do that. You just, you can't replicate like smashing in the Mayfair theater, like, <laughs> like playing 5 5 with Ice Cream Neal. Like, you can't, you just can't, you can't do it again. Right. So, this is it. <laughs> You, can't, you just can't replicate it. That's what you're offering. Like the uniqueness of your personality. a
1: lot of time and hard work to be able to leverage that.
0: though. Yeah, you just, you have to show up. You have to tell people you were throwing baseball at the wall. You have to tell people you were smashing the Mayfair Theater. And then one day. I think we just need a lot more drunk pods. And then one day, people are like, yeah, I'll do a podcast with you. Even though I have 400,000 people that follow me for Bitcoin. I'll fucking do it. Because you know what? I like this kid. And I like your story. And I like the fact that people fuck with you like that. And then someone is like, oh, I'm like, okay, cool. And then someone else that writes like a fucking legendary poker movie is like, yeah, you know what? I'll fuck with you guys. Like, cause you guys are kind of cool. And like, you guys have a unique story, like throwing baseball at the wall, like at 90 miles an hour. <laughs> like, yeah, that's kind of cool. You were smashing the movie there. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I'll come on your podcast, tell my story, tell you guys how to like actually like blow up and shit and like how to write like a legendary fucking allegedly billions. I don't know. And then, Someone else is like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of like big time in law right now in New York City, but like, I like you guys. You guys get like kind of like cool, and that's cool. And that's what happens. And then someone else in the fucking comment section, like, Christian says like too much. And I'm like, yo, fuck this guy.
1: <laughs> and that's it. That's how we are. This is my favorite version of you. <laughs> I'm just saying. This is <laughs> hands down my favorite vlogcast that we've ever done without any question what are you talking about uh i i hope that that dave does us a little bit of justice with the edits it's not gonna need much it's not gonna need much it's just gonna need a quick sprucing up you know cut, cut out a little smidge here and there maybe maybe not name the girl who's in your dm just just a little bit of tact that's all we need the editor for just a smidge of tact the people want to know the of the day this is without a doubt My absolute favorite podcast. And that is including the unreleased version of the Doug Polk rank.
0: Well, I'm glad fucking Nick Howard got showered. (laughs) This guy still hasn't returned my fucking Dominican flag.
1: He's never come back. I actually don't think he has it. I know where he better not have it. That's that's what I'm saying.
0: All right. Well, if you all enjoyed this podcast. What episode? 25. (laughs) Episode number 25. Season number two. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Come on. This is the realest podcast you're ever going to see. Ain't nobody here squashing fucking Trulies out here, like doing it up, telling you about all the backstories, baseball throwing at the wall, smashing chicks in the back of the theater, 5-5 with ice cream meal, like fucking watches that tell you that you haven't slept 17 hours in the last like three days. Like nobody's doing this kind of stuff. Nobody's telling you how to make it. If you want to move to Miami and work at the new Goldman Sachs, go. Just go right now. Book a fucking flight. I don't give a fuck. Tell me in the comment section where you live, and I'll fucking help you. I'll send you a fucking meal. I don't go give a fuck who eats it work.
1: You good night,
0: me. You're not do and nothing. good luck.